0: There is a concept in this Victoria portion, uh, which I'm not sure exactly the physical parallel for this concept, what it exactly means physically. But what's more important to us is the spiritual part of it. But in order to get to the, physical, the spiritual part, we have to go through the physical part as well. And um, it goes like this the pos- This week's Torah portion is called Tazria. Which, mean, which means the seed there's a woman who will seed and have it a boy have it a son so the Talmud says that in physical intimacy when a woman seeds first so then a boy is produced a ch- a son is a son is born but when a man seeds first then a girl is born whatever that means physically is different discussion well, let's 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 just let's just accept that this is this is this is the way it is. And we'll, we'll God willing we'll get to the uh, the the spiritual meaning of this. Let's let's learn this inside. says, Morning, Dr. Bressman. Morning. It says the it says in the Gemara, when a woman seats first, a boy is born. When a man seats first, a girl is born. Maybe Rabbi Nazark and Pirish philosophy in so there were philosophers, apparently they're not Jewish philosophers, who knew about this as well, and they had their interpretation of why this is. That why is this that when a woman sees first, a boy is born. And they said, the reason for this is, is because when the woman sees first, then the uh, the man's emission is on top, and whatever is on top dominates, and therefore a the boy a the, ma- the the masculine energy which is comes is, is dominates because it's on top. If she seeds first, her seed is lower than the man's seed. So it's the sun. Then it's the sun. Yeah. So they say, why is it? It's not because as they say the the, the, the the sun is born from the man's energy from the from, from the man seed, and the reason why that when a woman seeds first, a, a child a son is born is because the masculine energy dominates only when it's on top, and because she seeds first, and now the masculine energy is on top, the masculine seed is on top. That's why a boy is born. <laughs> It's very difficult to say this, the Altar Rebbe says, because the language of the Torah, language of the Gemara is, when a woman seeds first, a son is born, that language sounds like her seed is what produces the son. It's not that because of circumstance, the man's seed is now dominating and therefore a boy is born. It sounds more like from the Gemara, that's the opposite, that the... The man, the woman's seed is what produces the uh, the son, not the man's seed. The Gemara says that Dina is called Yaakov's daughter, and Dina's brothers are called the children of Leah. The Torah ascribes. The children, the the sons of Yaakov, to his wife, and they ascribe the daughter of Yaakov to Yaakov. Why? The Torah does that. The Torah does, and the Gemara explains. You know why this is true? Because when a man sees first, a girl is born. Right. So that so, so we see clearly that the Torah is associating the 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 daughter with a father, not because of because his seed is connected to his daughter, not like the philosophers want to say that it, that the that the girl is born because of the um the barrel it's not that that the, uh, the philosophers want to say that a girl is born from the from the feminine seed and a boy is born from the masculine seed and it's just cuz of circumstance that that uh, when the masculine seed is second it dominates when it's on top it sounds like clearly from the torah that the woman, the daughter, Dina, she has relationship to, to Yaakov because he comes, she comes from his seed specifically, that the man's seed is or produces a girl and a woman's seed produces a boy. <laughs> so Al-Trabba says he disagrees and he explains that the reason why when a woman seeds first, a boy is produced is because of the woman's seed. The woman's seed specifically produces a boy, and the man's seed specifically produces a, a girl. since this explanation of these philosophers is something that has been shared by great tzaddikim, and it's something that, the Jewish people all know about because it's something that was shared by our tzaddikim and it's brought down in Chassidus and in the al himself although he disagrees with them he still mentions them and, he's, and, he, and, he, and he explains them and he, and he tries to prove that they're wrong so the very fact that, that they are mentioned in the Torah although the al disagrees with this explanation we're, we just finished that matter. We're up to Nusikha. Although the Alter rebbe disagrees with their explanation, you can write it right there. There's also this coffee here and this milk. It's kosher today. <laughs> We're still waiting for the... Yes? I have a question. The Alter rebbe are you talking about Yisuke Yitzhak? No, that's the previous Rebbe. The Alter was is the first Rebbe. He's called the Old Rebbe. The, old rebbe. the, fir, the, fir, the first Rebbe. A very crazy question. Did the Alter rebbe have any training in medical at the time, medical technology yeah, or medical? Um, I don't know that the Alteb had specific medical training um, or not, but the altar was very knowledgeable of all different sciences. He was knowledgeable without any specific training, but he was knowledgeable of different kinds of sciences. There are many stories of the Alt-Rebbe who um, they, were, they, were, they had a big question in the time of the Alteb, um, of a sundial that belonged to a certain... Russian noblemen and all different uh, astronomers were trying to figure out why the sundial wasn't working. And only Dal Tereb was able to figure out what the issue was. So he was, oh. so he was knowledgeable in all, all kinds, of, uh, kinds of sciences. So without being a doctor, he had knowledge. Of yeah, oh, yeah. Th- of th- 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 there is a, um, a, a, a famous story of the Mittlerebbe. We um, th- you know when we wash, we're not supposed to interrupt by talking, right? Mm-hmm. But the Rebbe HaShab had additional stringency upon himself that not only did he not interrupt in talking, his thoughts also, whenever he washed, he would somehow just be totally focused on the, the mitzvah of washing, not interrupting his thoughts either. So one time, I think it was an uh, uh, uncle of his or relative of his, I don't remember who it was, he was he, he, the Rebbe HaShab had washed, and he, and he told the Rebbe HaShab this amazing thing that the doctors had discovered. What well, they discovered, they discovered that uh, when you lean your head forward you concentrate better because of the certain the certain um, uh, vein in the brain that has helped concentration and you lean forward helps to concentrate when you lean back it helps you remember things. So the Rebbe Shab was at a wash rammates. So you don't want to interrupt, but as soon as you finished uh, washing and saying the bracha and eating, you're supposed to actually when when you wash from it, so you're supposed to actually eat at least an ounce before talking. You don't know that. Anyway, so um, so you ate, then he said with this, that the scientists have discovered now, this was a, this was in the newspapers at that time. At the time, the Rebbe Rasha, one hundred years ago, what the scientists have discovered now is actually was printed hundreds of years before by the second Rebbe of Chabad, by the Mittler Rebbe. The Mittler Rebbe uh, writes in a discourse this exact thing, and he shows in this discourse, and he, and he said, "Wow, how the Mittler Rebbe know that? Was he a great scientist? Was he a doctor?" He said, "No, but he knew how things are in heaven." And because he knew how things are in heaven, since it says that God made man in his image, so by understanding how things are spiritually, he knew how things are physically as well. So, so there are a lot of things that, that, that different paths of knowing different things that, that are beyond uh, the scope of, uh, of, of us uh, Neanderthals. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, someone asked the Rebbe once, that he heard yeah, the Rebbe knows all kinds of philosophy, all kinds of sciences. How can the Rebbe know know, know all these things? I don't want to misquote. Not, I don't remember the exact words that Rebbe said, but something to the effect of that the, the Rebbe said, "When I was younger, I heard this about the Vilna Goyen. The Vilna Gaon knows all kinds of sciences, and I wondered about that as well. And the Rebbe said there's two possible explanations, and one is that the Torah contains within it all wisdoms. So it's possible that someone learns the Torah the way... The way the Torah, like the real core, that since the Torah is a source of all wisdoms, through, through studying the Torah, they're able to know other, other wisdoms. But the Rebbe then told this woman who had this question, "I'm not responsible for all the rumors that people say about me." So, uh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> so anyways, but he first told her the first thing. <laughs> he said, well, "Go ahead, yeah, go ahead, Doctor Resmer." So, you know, I want to start this set in my mind because, as we you know are XYs and females are XXs. I, I, you missed the first sentence of the class. Yeah. First sentence of the class was I don't I know the thi- I don't know the physical explanation for this. I don't know the physical. I just know I just know what it says. I don't know I don't know how, how what the uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that to you. You're gonna you are gonna, gonna tell me tomorrow how you, how it makes sense. But I I, I I I wouldn't be able to explain this physically. I have no all idea. All right. So since the the author brings explanation to the philosophers and we must say that even according to the Al-Tur-Rebbe, this explanation has merit. We're in when the second column, the, the uh, paragraph over there on top. So the line starts with the word lemar. If the Alte Rebbe would have totally disagreed with this explanation and thought that has no merit whatsoever, he would not have even mentioned this explanation. The fact that he mentions it and disagrees with it indicates that this is something that has merit. Um, in general, Chsiddes doesn't doesn't uh, mention other opinions and 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 discount them. It seems like the Alter Rebbe wants to bring this specifically and highlight this explanation because it has merit. This the main explanation is the Alter Rebbe's explanation that the male seed. Is it produces the girl and the female seed produces a boy? But Al-Trabah also brings this other explanation to the philosophers that the reason why when a man seeds first a girl is produced is because the male seed is on top of the woman's seed. So, in short, what we did in the first section of this of this Sikha is we brought the two explanations of this of the words of our sages that when a woman seeds first, a girl is produced. Either this is because that the woman's seed specifically produces a boy, like the Alter Rebbe says, or, like the explanation of the philosophers, that the woman's seed produces a boy because when the woman's seed is there first, I'm sorry, the woman's seed produces a boy because the woman's seed is there first, then the man's seed dominates, and therefore a boy is produced because the man's seed dominates only when it's on top. So, and we, we, we must say that there is some merit to the explanation of the philosophers as well what we've done so far before we go further just a little um just where where we're going we're going to explain the concept of seating and the man seating first the woman seating first spiritually and we're going to see what how the the philosophers say said has merit as well spiritually and uh then we're going to go to the altarev's explanation as well and uh Discover that the explanation of the Alter Rebbe and the explanation of the philosophers are actually two stages in their service of Hashem. There are, two, there are two steps in their service of Hashem: the philosopher's level and the Alter Rebbe's level, as we shall see. Any question before we go on? You explained it pretty well. Thank you. One, one we're on the second. We're just on the second uh, side of the first page. Page Hey. Yuvans understand. this by first prefacing. The fact that when a woman seeds first, a boy is produced, everything that happens in this world originates from from spiritual world. Nothing happens here without it happening first in heaven. <speaking> in <Hebrew> the man and the woman are representative of Hashem and the Jewish people. God is called the husband, and we are called his wife. <speaking in Hebrew> So the seeding. What's, what does it mean that Hashem seeds or we seed? That means inspiration. There is there are times when Hashem inspires us first. That's 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 the meaning of the man seeds first spiritually. That God inspires us, and then there are times when we arouse ourselves to come close to Hashem by their own with our own. Um, Efforts, we try to lift ourselves up, we try to inspire ourselves to come close to Hashem. That's the meaning of the woman seating first. So what happens when God inspires us first? It doesn't last. Because Hashem shows you a miracle, Hashem inspires you, you're like, wow, this is amazing. But it doesn't last because it's it's something that Hashem has done for you and it's not your own, and therefore it doesn't last. But when you inspire yourself first, when you make the first move, it stays because it's it's your own, it's your own move. Azayilah ad Zakhar, The meaning of a Zakhar, of a, zahar, of, a ma- of a man spiritually means something that's that's uh, something that will stay. It says that um, a woman is easily uh, uh, not no offense to. Uh, uh, but but not not Tazim Gumar Dash which means that they are, can easily be convinced of things. Don't try this at home, folks. But uh, <laughs> but it says Dash Naiten Kalas. But but a man, he has an opinion. He's strong. This, this is my opinion. This is the way it is. So when are you a man? When are you able to be a man spiritually? That you're able to generate a feeling of of I want a shaman, I want and, and I want to hold on to this. Is not and it's going to last. That's when your inspiration comes from within, when there is when there is feminine energy, that when, when there's energy that comes from within the Jewish people. But when there's masculine energy, that's there first, that triggers this whole relationship. When Hashem inspires us first, Hashem shows us this miracle. So then they have to, you have to be cautious, it may not last. <laughs> the altar talks about a, specifically a certain kind of love where a person says, I don't want the heaven, I don't want the earth, all I want is you, Hashem, I don't want your Gan I don't want your world to come, all I want is you. That kind of very strong, uh, uh, cavaliering kind of energy, I only want you alone, that masculine energy, is generated only when there is inspiration from within ourselves, inspiration from below. What's called in the Zayar is a Sat. However, when inspiration comes from from uh, Hashem. So then, a girl is born. that means the lower kind of love, the lower kind of inspiration, and something that can 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 stop. Uh, in general, lower love and higher love, let's just unwrap that for a second. Let's unpack that. Well, lower love, higher love. <laughs> Look at note two on the bottom over here. This, this um, pamphlet is a, um, a sicha, which has been explained by uh, Rabbi Ashkenazi from Clara Chabad. Um, and he goes through the sicha and explains um, very deeply, very many parts of the sicha. So he, he dresses the two kinds of love over here. Note number two. Great love and small love. What does that mean? The author says that there is a kind of love where a Jew wants to be close to Hashem. We're discussing on Shabbos, actually, uh, Shabbos morning, we're discussing about how a Jew is like a candle that... Just like a candle flickers upwards, says in chapter 19 in Tanya. Although, why does a candle flicker upwards? Because the Nachmanides says there's a sub-lunar sphere where the element of fire is there. And the reason why a candle flickers upwards is because it wants to go to its source, the element of fire which is in a sub-lunar sphere. And although if the fire would depart from the candle, it would stop to exist... The fire doesn't care. The fire just wants to go to its source. In a similar way, every soul, every Jew, has this yearning to cleave to Hashem. And although if you cleave to Hashem, you would stop, you would disintegrate, you would, you would not be who you are right now, you become absorbed in Hashem's truth. But it doesn't matter. There is this, this, this sick relationship that Jew has with Hashem. It doesn't matter what will happen to me, it won't happen to me. A Jew has this love for Hashem. And that's the reason, Alter says it there in chapter 19, that's the reason why Jews have chosen to die rather than uh, accept Christianity or anything else because they, they have this yearning to cleave to Hashem and it doesn't matter what happens to them. So, you could have a... be absorbed in God's essence and de- disintegrate. Doesn't sound like fun, does it? Uh, but there's a part of you that likes that. That's the deepest part of you, is Neshama. But then there's another place which you could have the, the best of both worlds. You could be in Gan Eden, in heaven. You could enjoy God's light and still be you. So, what would, what would you rather have? So there's a lower kind of love. There's a lower kind of love where a person's not interested in becoming absorbed in God's truth and, and rather he wants to just enjoy pina coladas, let's say, in Gan Eden. You know, he wants to be in Gan Eden and have his pina colada in Gan Eden, enjoy the Hasidic discourses in Gan Eden and it's, you know, it's a, the previous Shabbat was once in the middle of a Hasidic discourse. He had to get a phone call. So he left the discourse, and he said, leaving, I don't know, I know what a discourse is, I know what leaving a discourse is, let's tell you what happened. Fizikab is, like, said under his breath, leaving the air of heaven, leaving the air of Gan When he came back to continue the discourse, he said, go back into the air of Gan back into the air of heaven. So um, so in Gan there is pleasure of godliness. but if a person wants to stay me." And being on instead of becoming one with Hashem, that means that there's, he, he, it's a lower kind of love. He wants what's secondary, what's not so important, so he could still stay and exist. When he has this headlong desire to be one with Hashem, it doesn't matter what will happen to him, that's called a masculine kind of love. When he has this love which is lower, a lower kind of love, which I want to he's close to Hashem, but I still want to remain me, that's called a, a feminine love. So, so what produces a higher kind of love, that's when inspiration comes from within. When Hashem inspires us, so then we are, uh, we're swept along with it to some extent, but it doesn't make us have this headstrong, cleaving to Hashem kind of thing. It's a, I think of like a person going to a, 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 a museum, an art gallery, and uh, you're looking at the art gallery, and you're looking at one particular painting, and you are a connoisseur of art, and you say, look at the painting. You're trying to, to, to grasp the the, the, the the majesty of the painting. And as you're looking at it, what happens is is that you, if you really, if you really, if it's a wonderful, if it's a really nice painting, you're really into it. What happens is, at first, you're trying to get the the, 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 the uh, painting, and then eventually, you're lost in the painting. You forget about yourself. You're you're, you're taken by it. That happened to me. Oh, yeah. It happened to you? Yeah. When I looked at the Guernica, Picasso's Guernica, I I got lost. Have you, have you found your way back yet? Yeah. No. <laughs> I, never, I still don't quite. I, I've started, and I still don't understand it. It's okay. Beautiful, yeah. Okay. Cool. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. so the so higher kind of love is where he gets lost in his love of Hashem. It doesn't matter what happens to me. He, he chooses what the main thing is. I, I want Hashem Himself. What's a, what's the difference that happens to me? A lower kind of love where a person wants Hashem, but he also wants to, to to be there in the mix. So those are the two kinds of kinds of love where Hashem inspires us first, or we inspire uh, ourselves. What's the reason uh, why, why when when inspiration comes from within, it doesn't uh, stop and it reaches a higher level, and when inspiration comes from Hashem, it does stop. We're in the second column. When the inspiration comes from Hashem by Himself, without us doing anything, we're only getting to the external light of Hashem. However, when inspiration comes from within ourselves, we reach a higher level. We get to the core of the of the truth of Hashem. We get to the inner light of Hashem. So that triggers a inspiration from Hashem that brings us to a higher kind of love. So it's really what we're reaching. That affects us. I was saying before it has to do with with, with uh, whether it's in, internal or not. But that's, that's not accurate. It seems. It, it has, maybe that's accurate too. But there's another point here. When the, when Hashem inspires you Himself, what is He giving you? He's giving you something external, and therefore, what does that trigger in you? An external kind of love, where you're right, you want to have the pina colada too. You want to just, you want to enjoy. You don't, you don't, you don't want to go all the way. But when you make inspiration from within yourself. So as in the, the Torah, God seeks all the hearts. So Hashem responds. Hashem responds to a person. A Jew decides to come close to Hashem. So Hashem responds to that. The Gemara says that, we say in Davening, a broken spirit is called a sacrifice to Hashem. So just when you bring a sacrifice, a fire came down from heaven to uh, consume the sacrifice. So, it's so too, a, Jew, a Jew makes inspiration by himself, to close to Hashem, that causes a response and w- their response is he reaches a higher level and therefore it, it causes something something uh, otherworldly within himself. he wants to cleave to Hashem it doesn't matter what happens to him. Okay, so Mishim will continue tomorrow. Those are the two kinds of inspiration. When it comes to Hashem it, it, it causes a lower kind of love. When it comes within within us it reaches, reaches a higher kind of love. Any any questions before we stop? It's kind of heavy. i got to like, really think about what, what we've talked about. But yeah. Okay. Because a woman and the act of creation is allowing somebody, say, to come into herself. man is a person At the restaurant, I gave you the homework. you got to figure this out. You're the doctor here. Okay. <laughs> well, the is, um, I have a question. I have a question. Didn't, didn't um, Leah pray with it? She saw she could have a boy child, but she didn't want her sister. She to to with one of the team.